today's episode of yet another surfing podcast. Surfboards, planks, blades. Um, you can call them how you want it, but they're the number one tool utilized for this extreme sport. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Enjoy! Welcome back to yet another surfing podcast. This is your host Matt and this is episode number two and how to start episode, how to start a series of episodes about surfing after the palette and the presentation if not by talking about surfboards. I mean he has to be like that because without fins you can surf. I've seen People do some gnarly, crazy shit without fins. Uh, without a leash, you can surf. Without a wetsuit, you can surf. I cannot really surf without a board. So uh, this is what we're to talk about. I'm gonna share my story about uh, my boards, my quiver, and my first board, my second board, how I got them, why I got them, and I got so many tips for you guys. Uh, the maybe could um, help you not making the same mistakes that I've made. Oh, and I've made many, and from the get-go. So if I can help you out a little bit, and then I'll share my thoughts and my impressions and my uh, ideas, and you guys can be like, ah, not mad, you're wrong, you're making this shit up, which probably will be the case. Uh, And you just, you know, well, I'll try to share all those, uh, all the feedback. You know, so maybe what I did wrong could, you know, not be done by somebody else too. Uh, So that's the goal. So let's get started. I want to start by telling you the story how I got my first surfboard. Um, I told you guys why I started surfing. So listen to the pilot to get a little idea. So what I did, I drove to the store with my wife uh, with a little budget. And uh, when I decided to take up surfing, I... Um, hit up one of my buddies that lives in Italy. Uh, he's a really good surfer. Uh, actually, really, really good surfers on the island where I grew up. Uh, and I'll maybe talk about why uh, on a later episode. But really good surfer. So I hit him up and I was like, all right, man, I'm going to do this finally. And uh, so you got to help me out picking some, uh, some, some gear to you know start with. And I told I told him, Matt, just one thing. His name is Bombetta, by the way. Bombetta. His name is John Luca, but we call him Bombetta. Nicest guy. Just the nicest. Like, I'm really cool. I, I, I love him to death. But I told him, I pressured him so much, and I was like, man, I do not want a long board. So tell me what I need to get a short board to rip from the get go. And he was like, ah, oh, man, I don't know. Like, you should probably. I was like, no. Matt, like, let me know. Shortboard, go. Dimensions, price, everything. And I was like, all right. So he hit me up with a, you know, a range of sizes, like of length, thickness, and and uh, and width, and and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, cool. And then he said, oh, this is what you need. You probably need a wetsuit. You're gonna need the fins. You're gonna need a leash, and then you're good to go. All the rest is just, uh, you know, option, optionals. I guess. I was like, all right, cool. So I go to the store and I like, I'm like, 
10 minutes into my surfing experience, like 10 minutes into me surfing at all. And I already did the most cook, cookie thing that you can do as a surfer. I bought a shortboard as a beginner. Yeah, I surfed, I mean, I, I skated. Uh, I, skated, I was a skateboarder for 10 years. I am a skateboarder for 10 years. Anyway, uh, and that helps. Don't get me wrong. Maybe helps a little bit with the balance, but I'm not going to get on the water thinking, oh, like, you know, air reverse. But that's what I did. That's, that was I, my bad. I feel awful about it now. And uh, But that's what I did. I bought a, five, was it a 6-1 or a 6-0? It was a 6-1 uh, tw- times 20 times I don't remember it was a berry V berry V is a local shaper I think it's here in Huntington Beach or somewhere really close to it maybe Newport but uh, that shaped this board for a guy named uh, Wyatt because that's what was on the board and I it was probably it was I don't know maybe like four liters six liters in volume no I'm kidding but it was very very low volume but I got it. It looked beautiful to me. I like this beautiful fish. I don't know if you guys know the graphic art, uh, the graphic art of the Native Americans, like how they make the totems and, uh, and the animals. So I had that thing, and it really struck as Washington State to me. And I was like, ah, this is cool. So I, I, I grabbed it. I got a, some fins to go with. It was like, I think it was some glass FCS ones. Just, you know, the cheapest that they had at the store. It was probably about 25 bucks for a... Uh, uh, a tri-fin set and I got that and I got like a six foot leash and uh, and a great wetsuit to go with but that's you know we'll talk about wetsuit on another episode so yeah I got this really really performance I mean, it's a performance board uh, for bigger surf and I had been on a surfboard probably three times you know then this was last June so I took it home all stoked. I waited until I had my first day off and I took it out and I did not know what was happening. Nothing, not the slightest clue. I didn't know how to be on it. I don't know, I, I couldn't sit on it. I tried and I would just flip over. And I think I took it out the first time on a pretty crowded spot. I did not care. That's, that's the one good thing that I do is I do not care about being a cook, about, uh, doing cook things I do not care so that at least you know that helps but I was just rolling and I think it was probably like even like a really small day like for it was all, all long borders and it was me on a shortboard and I think everybody thought like what the hell is this guy doing uh, but I think it was Huntington Beach somewhere but uh, yeah so that's what I, I could not not it's not that I couldn't catch a wave of course I couldn't but I could not do anything like I could not duck dive I could not go over I just I was just rolling around drinking salt water and pissing in my wetsuit oh man for about like probably I don't know two to three weeks something like that with that board uh but I was trying and trying I was pouring my soul in it and I I think not probably not the first day but like around the third day I was able to stood up on some whitewash because I try to go outside then I try to go inside and I try to go outside then I try to go inside so that's what I did and I think I got up eventually by, like for half a second on a shaky shaky uh, white 
uh, whitewash. So that's what I did. And uh, I, I got to a point when I, I, I still took it out every time, like I was surfing twice a week. I was taking it out, taking it out. Like I was just, cause I, I really loved it. You know, I, I loved to be in the water so much that I really did not care if I was catching waves or not. So then I moved a little bit further north from like really, I think it's the north border of Orange County as far as PCH goes, like, and then it's LA County and it's Seal Beach. And Seal Beach has this jetty, it's called Crabs. I have no clue why, but it's a jetty and I've seen like, I think I was already looking at webcams and, and the, there was a bunch of surfers there. So I'll try to, you know, I went there and check it out and, and uh, still nothing, not, not, a, not even a, a single wave. So I, it was a struggle. So that when I got there and I've seen all these, all these longboarders around me catching waves on wet storm, wave storms or any other longboard, like having so much fun going like all the way, like I'm talking about 300, 300, 400 feet, uh, right? Like they could ride a wave that long all the way down to the jetty inside the river it just blew my mind. I was like, all right, cool. Maybe I got to step back a little bit because I'm, bro, I'm straight up not having a good time. I mean, I'm having a good time being in the water, but not having a good time surfing at all. So, uh, and I've seen kids on wave storms shredding, uh, shred, just destroying them. Like it was, it was a thing of beauty. And the thing that I learned, the first thing I learned is that in California, there's so many surfers and no one gives a shit what you ride as long as you ride it with style. So I've seen kids destroying longboards. I've seen older people shredding and ripping on longboards. I was like, all right, cool, nobody gives a shit. Because back in Italy, my friends always taught me, all right, man, it's like a dick contest, but reversed. So the shorter the board, the better and the cooler you'll be. So and I, I, they you know, install that mentality on me. And it was just completely wrong. It was like such a completely different vibe in California here. And I, and I love it. It's a little bit, not a little bit, just a much more laid back. So you don't have that pressure, the peer pressure. And it's not that clicky, you know, like there's not that clicks to just, you know, I got a short board, I got to, you know, do air and that, you know. So it was, it was I, that's when I realized that I had to get out from the short board and just kind of slap to reality and then let's learn how to surf and then, you know, maybe we'll transition back. But so I talked to my wife again. I went back to the store. I was like, ah, let me look around if I can find something cheap. First, I went to this guy's house, like it was a really sketchy house in Huntington Beach. This guy has tons of surfs, like, but all the longboards and were like destroyed, like all uh, the dents and dings and repairs, like really poorly made. They were in the sun. They were mustard yellow, all of them. But it was also selling like brand new wave storms or like big foamies for about, I think 120 bucks. And so I was like, all right, let's see. No, I think it was more like 170 bucks for a new one, maybe 100 bucks for a used one. So I went back to the store, to the surf shop, and I was looking at the boards, the used ones, the long boards, the big ones. And I've, I've seen this one and I was like, wow, this looks cool. It's a eight footer. It's um, the brand is. Oh man, what's the brand? I'll, I'll, I'll get back to it, but it was a hate footer. Doesn't say how many liters. I don't remember, like really thick. This was just a longboard. The top was cork. And that's what I loved about it. The cork is something that on the island where I grew up, 
it's one of the main things they sell and that they export and you know it's a really so it's, it was like all right this is cool like you know i grew up by cork and you know maybe you know this will help me out like it's sustainable and all that and i was like all right let's get it call my wife you know I, you know like i got this longboard i gotta have it like it's a little more expensive it's a little bit more expensive than the you know the, the foamy but it has cork on it my wife was like i right, fine i mean if he has cork and you, you know feel in your heart just get it just get it i was like all right cool and i got it it's westport hyper something but i didn't i did some research and it turns out it's a company that makes them in washington state which again you know back to my roots and uh and they used to sell them at costco and they ended up at this store and it was a new one it was not a used one so i took it out and that was the greatest choice i could make i had already a little bit like three weeks of experience four weeks of experience behind my back of being in the water and getting washed up and you know just how to lay on the board at least and how to put my leash on and all that stuff so as soon as i got on that long board i was able to kind of already pop up i mean i'm not talking about face of the wave i'm not talking about properly popping up i'm talking about standing on the board so if you guys are listening and you have a feeling that you could start with a short board don't fucking do it it's a waste of money it's a waste of time it's a big setback and get a longboard you're gonna have fun right away okay so if you are in a you know if if you don't want to spend a lot of money to just get a wave storm i'm not i'm not sponsored by wave storm i i don't work for them but it's cheap it floats and you can do really good you can surf really good on it if you know if you get good at it and it's reliable, it's cheap, so you can destroy, you don't have to care as much. But if you do have a little budget and you can you know, shop around for even used longboards on Craigslist, offer up, whatever, maybe it's, it's worth it, because you know, rather than be on some plastic, you're you know, already on some fiberglass and you get a better feeling of what it feels like, so you can wax it. The only problem is that when you're a beginner, or actually probably never stops, but you're gonna get hit by that board. The odds are stacked way against you. So I not wish that on you. It might not ever happen. It most likely happened. It happened to me on my first shortboard. It just flew back at me. I got out of the water and it hit me right in the corner of my eye by the bone, by the you know eye socket bone, and it just split me open. I didn't need any stitches, but I was dripping wa- uh, blood inside the water, calling all sharks. And then when I got out, my wife freaked out. I was like, whoa, she could see the white of the flash under it. Again, no stitches. I just put a butterfly and it just eventually went away. But uh, it didn't even hurt that much, but it, it could have got much, you know, if it was the tip of the board, it would have just might've taken my eye out. So if you want to get, that's the good thing about foamies is that they're much more forgiving as far as hurting you. But if you get if you're confident enough that you can handle it, of course, if you get a longboard, then it's gonna last you probably longer, unless you end up being a a wave storm or a foamy rider for the rest of your life, which is totally fine. As I said, people rip really hard on those two. So back to the board. I got it and I was standing up on it and I I've been on that board. I haven't taken it out in a long time, but uh, 
I surfed that for months, months, and I got better and better at it, and I got worse on it, and I got better and then worse, and then you know, one step back, two step forward, one step back, two step forward. Just because I've always surfed alone with no coaching, with no other surfers telling me, why don't you do this, why don't you do that, just a whole bunch of YouTube videos, Instagram posts, research, just on me on my spare time doing that. So, and I got better, and then that's how I learned how to be on the surface, uh, on the on the wave uh, on the wall and just ride it instead of going straight to the beach going you know sideways I got out of the whitewash which I was never really in it but I, I got into the green waves and and it, I'm having fun riding even long I got to a point when I rode oh man I rode this one time and I took it all the way to the sand and I was pretty far out. It was a beautiful morning. It was super dawn patrol. Sun was rising in Seal Beach, California. Beautiful scenery. I me, mean, that was probably me and five more people out. I got this peak. I was the only one on it, and it was a, a it was a, a right, a right wave on split on a jetty, and I took it all the way down. It was just the greatest feeling. It was. It's still probably to this day one of my best waves. I think about it sometimes. Uh, and I thank to that board, thank to all the buoyancy, thank to all that floating power and all the forgive. Sometimes I would stand up really poorly, really poor technique and the waves will, I mean, and the board will still hold me up, shake a little and then boom, uh, go back straight. So I learned a whole lot on that board. So that's what you got to do. I'm not sure that's what everyone will tell you. So snap out of your ego, snap out of your stubbornness and get along board to start with and you're still gonna have fun so that was my second one uh, I still can't remember that. I'm sorry I, I apologize to the company it's probably like a great company because uh, it's you know American made and I just can't hyper Westport I think Westport is the they they make wakeboards uh, I think Westport is the brand and hyper something hyper light hyper light woo hyper light is the is the board Sold at Costco. Not anymore. They, they're, they're back to wave storms now. But yeah, got it. shout out to them for taking me to through the part of my beginner. I'm still a beginner. It's part through my beginner level. So what happened after that? After that, one day I went to the Huntington Cliffs, which is a small section of Huntington Beach from, I would say like it's north of the pier past the sandbar. You got a little cliff probably like a 20 feet cliff onto the beach uh, it's still like a, a sandbar it's a it's a it's not a point or a reef it's, it's still like a beach a beach break so I took it out one time one morning don't patrol again super super glassy super glassy I was in a lot of fun caught this wave and when I caught this wave I was right in the pocket I was right there on the shoulder, I was riding it down, and I try to trim. So I try to go up and down the wave, up and down the wave, and the foot placement was perfect, and my body weight distribution was perfect, and I trimmed. And I was, that blew my mind. I was like, ah, what is this? And it was coming naturally, and I was, you know, looking down the line, and I was like going up and down again, then back up and down again like not generating speed but I, I was riding a really long wave again but with, not with a, not just standing still but just you know 
being on that surf, being on that. So I loved it. And then again, my ego exploded. And I did another cook thing that I was not supposed to do, but that's who I am. And that's what I do. So what did I do? I was like, I, I'm ready. <laughs> I thought that's it. I'm going to get another shortboard now and I'm going to rip it to shreds and I'm going to go to trestles. Like lower trestles, like a really popular um, break in Southern California, San Clemente, where pros gather with 120 more people to surf top-notch waves in Southern California almost every day. But anyway, so I, that's what I thought. Oh, that's it. I got a spot. I'm going to get a sponsor tomorrow. So let's get back to, let's get out of the longboarding because we're ready. <laughs> Biggest mistake. I should have, I should have stuck with it much longer, but I, I just, I cannot, I cannot stop myself to do some, some of these things. So back to the store, back to browsing, back to research. I start researching and I read many articles saying that a fishboard is easier to transition from longboards to performance shortboards for beginners. And I did a whole bunch of research and my mind was set on the Seaside Firewire Machado. Price was to the roof. We're talking, I think, at probably $800. My wife was like, nah, not on my dead body. I was like, all right, cool. So I did some more research. I was like, all right, let's get a fish. Went back to the same store, played against boards, selling some used stuff and some new stuff. And I was like, all right, so I got this Barry V that I'm probably never gonna use because I'm never gonna go out of a seven foot to eight foot plus, um, you know, surf. So I need, uh, I can trade this in, get a little of the money back and then put some money that I got for my, I think it was my birthday or Christmas uh, and, you know, finish it up to get a, I think it was a 300 uh, MSRP brand new board, and it was a hybrid fish. For those who don't know what a hybrid fish is, it's a swallow tail, like a fish tail, but it's more like of a tri-fin shoreboard high performance. So they had this beautiful blue and orange. Another cook thing I do, I look at colors and styles too much rather than you know performance and specs I, I I'm sorry so so they had the NSP which I think it's an Australian company from Australia and it it was a, it's called PU fighting fish uh, and it, it looked so good like it looked fatter uh, than a regular short border the I had a, like, on my longboard, I had a big, big problem about pearling. I pearl the shit out of Southern California. There's no pearls left. There's no oysters. Don't go look for them because I got them all. So I was like, I need something that doesn't pearl as much. I don't like to have that, you know, flat front. I wanted, like, a little rocker and that, but a fat nose. I didn't like the, because my chest fell on the shortboard. My chest fell too much in the water instead of like being supported like my longboard and it was about 31 liters uh which is not that bad it's a it's pretty buoyancy and i got it and i struggled i struggled i struggled and i fought 
on it for a long, long time. I had to fight to catch any wave and I do not regret it, but it was definitely too soon. And again, I will do it again. I had some amazing waves. I got my best wave so far on it. What I did, uh, uh, super shitty cutback, uh, front snapper with zero splash and another front snapper on the whitewash. Again, zero splash. It looked super awful. I have a clip. Maybe I'll post it eventually so you guys can you know, troll me as much as you can and call me names and bull, cyber bully me. And then, uh, yes, uh, and I got my best waves. I got some shitty day, but and I was catching some waves, but my wave count was still so low. So I felt like another setback. Uh, it's like, oh my God. So what do I do? I started researching and I researched like, what can I do to stay in the shortboard category of surfing but getting more waves so uh, the answer was grovelers grovelers are super volume boards packed into a shortboard not as much torn um, not as much turn ability for you can turn it people do but i can't but you can do some turns a little bit of turning not super sharp but you can but you'll get many many more um Many more, many, many more waves. So that's exactly what happened. I, uh, I narrowed down to three. Uh, lost uh, Puddle Jumper, I think. I think it's Lost. I got, and then the second choice would be the Channel Island uh, Average Joe. And the one I actually picked was the Firewire Dan Man Baked Potato. Super popular, apparently. Everyone at a point in their life had uh, baked potato and they're so hard to find almost impossible to find so uh, yeah really hard to find it it was like three probably on the market for the US uh, one was too big one was too small and I, and I got the right one I got a they tell you get a groveler that it's shorter few inches than the one you ride that you're performance for so I, I'm really short I'm uh, five six with heels no I'm five six so I got a Five six to five seven to five eight sometimes when I wake up pretty tall. So I got a five five. 36 liters. So like it was I think it's 22, like it's beautiful board, timber tech. So it's wood and then it's glass on top, or I don't remember this, but amazing. It looked so damn cool. So I was like, I super bummed out, like about me not catching waves. My wife caught on my sorrow so she was like uh i started talking to her about baked potatoes and i would show her video i was into it but she gave me so quick and she was like i oh, you want to get it why don't you get it and i was like babe you know how much it is and she was like uh, no i was like 800 bucks get it i don't care i was like oh yeah fuck yeah she's the best so i got it from a clean line surf shop huge shout out to they're like in Seaside, Oregon. So they shipped it down. And now that's my go-to board. It's a groveler. You take it out 98% of the time in Southern California. I did not take it out today because it was four to five, occasionally seven footers in Huntington Beach. So I took the fighting fish, uh, which performed great until it got super choppy and, and I got smoked. I had to get out of the water. But now I ride the baked potato and people see me, oh, you got that potato and you still suck and I know, but I got, I'm, I've been getting, I've, I felt how, you know, 
I'm, I'm improving. Like now I feel it. Like I can get on the wave easier and I can just focus on what to do on the wave. Because I use, I still, this is what I do. I pop up and then a scenario, like 20,000 scenarios of how to rip apart this wave, go. So I was like, okay, now I stand up. What do I do? What do I do? I'm so stoked that I do not know what to do and I want to do 2,000 things. And by the time that I go back to my senses, I'm in the whitewash. So now like more waves, so getting waves in like six, seven waves on a session, still it's not that many, but oh, you know, I can do things. And I, two things I did, I was able to adjust my uh, body placement on the board to get more pushed and get more waves instead of being like just rolling over the wave and let the wave break, you know, ahead of me. And I'm, I, for the first time, I was able to shuffle the feet to try to start uh, uh, what's it called? There's a term for it. Uh, generate speed. So I did it like not today, the session before. I start moving like generating speed. So and I was like again. So like it's these little steps. Like at the end of the day, it could have happened shorter with the you know with the best choice in boards and maybe sticking to a longer board and stuff like that. But it's still happening. So I feel like it's working. So I love my groveler. I'm not telling you to go get a groveler right away. That's my choice and there's no coaching. That's just my experience. So if any surfer has anything to say about it, wrong or right, tell me so I can share that too. So that's what I'm writing right now. And I'm probably gonna be writing that because I ride, I don't surf like really big surf. Like I I was battling, I should have gone out today but it was low tide so they were not that big. So I still went out but Usually it's two to three feet and the groveler just works magic. So that's my quiver. I'm almost at work. That's my quiver. That's what I surf. And that's, uh, that's my, you know, timeline as far as like going from starting surfing to a year old surfer, uh, where I'm at right now and my board transition. I really hope this helped any of you guys. Uh, again, feedback, uh, you can find me on Apple Podcast. I'm on Spotify. Pandora is taking four to six months to decide if they want if they want my podcast in it. So Instagram page at yet another surfing podcast. Shoot me an email yet another surfing yet another surfing podcast at gmail.com. Love you guys. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. <coughs>